0: This week on Beer as a Conversation, we chat with Richard Knight, Marketing Manager of Lyons Forex Brands. Richard might seem an unusual guest for Beer as a Conversation, and this conversation was originally planned as a short chat about Forex's sponsorship of the upcoming Ashes series, to drop in as a brief segment in next week's Radio Brews News. But as you'll see, it turned into a much longer and quite interesting chat about the mainstream beer market generally, so we're running it as a standalone discussion here. I'm fascinated about the changes occurring in the beer market generally, and I don't think you can see what is happening in the craft beer segment as being unrelated to what is happening in the much broader part of the market. It was interesting to hear from Richard what is driving the marketing behind some of Lion's biggest brands. I hope you enjoy the conversation. Good night. Thank you very much for joining uh, Radio Brews News.
1: Yeah, no, no worries at all,
0: mate. You've had a very busy uh, couple of weeks. Forex uh, Gold launching the Goldie.
1: Yeah, we have actually. I guess it's been a culmination of a fair bit of work gone into, um, I guess, a program around how we're going to sponsor um, cricket. Um, that's a, a new partnership that we've taken on board this year. Um, so we're really excited to launch the Goldie, which um, you know is really at the heart of it, designed to to bring Aussies together. Help symbolise their support for the Aussie team against the um, the English this summer, um, but also try and reward them and um, and encourage them to come together. Um, so the the Goldie is a hat. It looks like a beautiful golden hat, Australian hat, but it's also a lot more than just a hat. It's a piece of it's got a piece of wearable tech called a beacon inside it um, that connects with an app that you download from the App Store, Forex Gold app, uh, and then basically. Um, you purchase Forex Gold, get your, um, your Goldie, your, your hat delivered to you. Um, when it arrives, you pair it to your phone. And then when you catch up with other like-minded um, mates who've got a Goldie, um, if you get three of you together, you can connect on the app and... Um, had a chance to win up to $350,000 worth of prizes. There's, there's 6,000 prizes in all. So it's really designed to encourage and, and, and help people come together over cricket. That's what we want to do.
0: I guess just sort of looking at it as an observer, it's a very clever campaign in the sense that you've got... Uh, the, the, the Goldie, which is a play on the baggy green, um, so you've got the baggy gold cap, it's a highly visible symbol that's closely identified with uh, Forex gold and uh, you've incentivized people to be seen wearing that by coming together and offering prizes. Is that, in a nutshell, what the benefit to the Forex brand is through the campaign?
1: Yeah, I think we. it's it's interesting, isn't it, coming into cricket. Um, there's a lot of brands that try and attach themselves to cricket, um, insurance companies and um Car companies and that sort of thing, where there's no real link. Whereas people bring our category and our brand into cricket, um, you know, every day on beaches, in parks, in backyards, all around the country. So it was a natural fit for I mean, our role in cricket is about you know helping bring people together over cricket for a beer. That's what we see our role as. So if we can make that even more enjoyable for people, then then we've we've done our job, and and hopefully that you know obviously. Um, uh, makes us a great part of of the summer and a great part of um, cricket. I mean, it's a it's a pretty important time for for, for beer, as you know, in terms of the amount of socialising that goes on around Christmas, New Year's, into January, school holidays, etc. There's a lot of catching up and that sort of thing, and cricket's part of the conversation. So, I guess if we can be embedded in part of that, it's such a you know h- huge part of the year for our category. Then, um, you know, it's 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 a great up for the brand.
0: Yeah, and uh, Gilly's the spokesman, um, Adam Gilchrist. What what was the thinking behind getting him on board to, uh, to 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 front the campaign?
1: Yeah, I think um, well, just look. The current players are, are very difficult to um, you know, given their schedule and that sort of thing. They're actually focused on playing the game, um, so it's actually quite hard to get um, around summer. So what we wanted to do was um, look at who's a great ex cricketer who's got uh, credibility in the space and who's really. Um, widely regarded as, you know, a really friendly, lovely bloke who, you know, likes a beer but does so sort of responsibly and, and in a balanced way. And, and Gilly was was definitely by far and away our first choice. Uh, we looked at a number of different names, and we were really glad to hear that he had a he's had a bit of. Um, I think he he likes the brand generally, so um, uh, he sort of liked what we were about and the program that we were going to put together. So it was a natural fit for us. Uh, and he's been absolutely sensational. He's such a great. Um, universally loved person in Australia, so um, couldn't think of anyone better to, to front the campaign.
0: I was actually struck at the launch that he looked like he could uh, lace on the pads and the, the gloves and head out and play again. He, he's so fit, uh, you know, still ten years after he retired.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, uh, yeah, he's got obviously a huge amount of natural skill and he keeps himself in, in in pretty good nick. So, um, you know, it's great that he's he's still so sort of youthful and 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 really has a, a I guess a feel for how the game's still played today. I think he only finished playing some of the international T twenty stuff probably three or four years ago. So he's he's very very recently out of the game really and still has a great, you know, grasp on on what it is to be successful in international cricket in, in today's sort of level.
0: But he's a great ambassador for for the game, and and you did talk about um, you know the the positive aspects that he brings to the game. And I guess it, it's natural to contrast uh, you know Forex has just come back into the sponsorship, uh, replacing VB, and VB had a bit of a misstep yep. by having uh, you know Booney um, involved, and he didn't possibly have the most uh, positive association with Beer.
1: Yeah, I think um, one thing we were conscious of, and actually Cricket Australia had, had asked us, was to really try and focus on the game today. Um, and, and, and yeah, we could, the first, you know, our first inclination was to go back to AB and, and some of the, the retro Forex um, stuff of the 80s, because we were heavily involved with the Australian cricket team back then. But
0: Some of my favourite Forex commercials.
1: Yeah, yeah it, is, um, it is a classic and it was great for the era. Um, but I think when you do look at that today, you know, a lot of society has moved on, and we need to be um, pretty clear that we're we're moving on with it, um, and that's why a choice like Gilly, as well, someone who's you know he's been a chairman of the Australia Day Council, he's a he's a pretty progressive voice um, in Australia, um, and so that's why it made sense for us to be, um, you know, have a more contemporary voice be the face of um, the campaign, and also. Um, do something for cricketers um, and for the cricket-loving public, I guess, in 2017, 18. Not something that harks back to you know yesteryear and when when things and and society's rules around things were a little bit different. So we wanted to be relevant to, for today, which is pretty important for the Forex Gold brand too, to be honest.
0: It, which is a, a a big thing because Forex Gold is operating in a very different market than it did, uh, you know, arguably 10 years ago. Beer consumption has been down generally, but the... More traditional yep. brands um, seem to be struggling more so than 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 other brands, and Forex seems to be in that um, you know caught in some you know, fairly significant crosswinds, uh, both for beer and for, for for brands. Can you tell me the the a little bit about the market that Forex is operating in these days and some of the impacts? What what's impacting uh, Forex at the moment?
1: Yeah, sure. So I mean, I think if you, if you do look ten years ago, um, and even till very recently, our, our brands. Um, you talk about declines in beer consumption, et etc. There's been obviously increases in um, consumption of mid-strength products. Forex um, Goal really created that, and for for a long time was really the only, uh, I guess, acceptable um, and and loved choice in that segment. And now, obviously, um, if you do that for long enough and successfully enough, you you, you create a big target on your back. Um, and so, you know, there's been a number of new new entrants into the mid space, and and I guess. Um, over time, those new entrants have an impact. So, I think uh, what we've been trying to do in the last twelve months on Forex Gold is absolutely be be relevant um, uh, and be be mindful of where we've come from as a brand, which you know has been I think probably ten years ago. If you're a mid-strength brand, you had to be pretty blokey um, and pretty masculine to be able to stand up to um, you know not being an apology of a beer, um, which was kind of where we were maybe ten or fifteen years ago um but um you know we we need to make sure that we're we're moving on and being relevant for today um and today's consumer so that we're not you know just stuck in the past so that's that's the challenge um and that's where decisions like getting Gilly on board like um sponsoring the Australian cricket team which is such a universally loved sport in Australia um that's where those those sorts of decisions and why those sorts of decisions have been made
0: it's interesting because you can never take away the marketing from the liquid when it when it comes to beer as much as a lot of beer lovers want to say it's all about the liquid um, but we have seen the you know Forex yeah. uh, brought out the line extension with Forex uh, summer bright lager um, over the last couple of years the Forex yeah. is becoming smaller and smaller uh, or less a feature of, of the labeling these days and pretty much Nowadays, it's just Summer bright Lager. Is that a acknowledgement that Forex is um, sort of going through the cyclic decline as as a brand at the moment, and perhaps uh, it was a mistake to bring that particular beer out under the Forex brand?
1: Yeah, so no, I think Forex on Summerbright Lager is actually very, very important. It brings that brand's credibility from a brewing perspective. It goes back to 1878. Um, and what we've done with Forex Bright Lager is that is the Forex is relevant for the target that we're going after. So, I guess that group of consumers, the eighteen to twenty-seven year old consumers, want a brand that's relevant for them and wants want to take on four that's for them. Uh, and so that's what we've created um, with Summer Bright Lager. And you know the results on that brand in the last twelve months since we've we've relaunched it are really positive. It's up about fifteen percent. So, um, you know, I think I think there is um, you know challenge within classic. Master brands and these old brands like Carlton and VB and, and Forex that have been around for a long time, but there's also a great opportunity um, when when you get it right and when you, you, you target the right consumer with the right offering from um, those big master brands. I think you know Carlton Dry is not a bad example of that either. Yeah, um, on the
0: topic. I, I guess then we've seen Lion bring out uh, Iron Jack, which again, in, in in liquid terms, probably isn't vastly different to Summer Bright Lager, um, but it's got a very different brand proposition. I, is there a risk that that will cannibalise some of the Summer Bright Lager or even the Forex uh, Gold um, drinkers? Oh, look,
1: I think there's always a risk when you bring out a new product that. Um uh, the consumers don't discreetly come from the new group that you're targeting, um, but you know I, I think we're we're conscious of that, But we're also conscious that we need to have offerings that are that are right for um, you know trends that we're seeing in the marketplace. And you know there's obviously a, a big brand out there called um, Great Northern that's that's done incredibly well. Um, and and Iron Jack is um, you know a perfect I guess um, replacement in our eyes um, for a lot of those guys who. Who really want that, you know, positive masculinity um, take on, on on their beer and their beer brand of choice?
0: Yeah, because I mean, Summer Bright Lager was always uh, a much softer um, brand. You, you talked about Forex Gold having that masculinity, uh, great, uh, not great Northern uh, Iron Jack has that masculinity. Yet Summer Bright Lager was always launched. Uh, the when when it was launched, I remember the the rooftop commercial that almost, if you'd taken the uh, clear glass bottles out, it could almost have been a Coke commercial. Um, do do you think that beer is ready for that sort of men and you know, young men and women uh, being marketed to equally the the way that Summer Bright did, or is beer still very much a masculine product? Well, I think um,
1: the numbers on on penetration of beer you know are obviously supportive of um you know it being a male proposition is about 80 percent, i think but brand like summer of right like is actually about 70 percent male 30 percent female so um you know i think certainly especially in the last 12 months we've had a focus on 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 marketing that brand in, in a more unisex way um and also trying to be more conscious of i guess the barriers that 18 to 27 year olds feel when they when they I guess come to legal drinking age and work out okay what their choices are going to be because, unfortunately, less and less of them are entering um, beer, and uh, that's one of the roles for Summer Bright Lager. It's to break down some of those barriers that that young people have about beer, both mental barriers uh, around you know dad's product and beer of yesteryear versus um, physical barriers around bitterness um, and and things that we we as probably eighteen year olds put up with because. That's what you drank. You drank beer, whereas current generation, when they when they get to legal drinking age and they make their choices, if the product isn't sweet enough for them or isn't um, doing the right things from a, a flavor perspective, then they'll move on to another category. And so um, we're quite proud of the role that Summer Right Lager is playing from a category perspective, um, because it is encouraging these young people into beer, um, uh, and and hopefully once they're into beer and even it being quite a, a you know an easy drinking product as you say or even a flavoured product, um, at least it's beer, and at least then they have the opportunity to get used to the bitterness and that sort of thing and hopefully explore into other, other brands and other products and other flavours and, and become lifelong lovers of beer because that's, I guess, what's um, important for us from a category sustainability perspective.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, that's, a, that's an interesting uh, take on it. And is that why Summer Bright or, um, has the line extensions with some of the flavoured fruit um, variations?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We we um consciously brought those to market um you know to target what we call marginal beer drinkers. So those people who have had a beer in the last 12 months but they haven't had a beer in the last 4 weeks. Um and there's, there's a lot of them out there. So um these are people who who do have both mental and physical barriers to beer and so those products are designed to I guess ease those consumers into beer as, I, as i've sort of said um and i think that segment's you know still in pretty sub segment of flavored beer is still in pretty solid growth um and, and you know just from the split of the brand like summer bright lager you can see that that is encouraging new consumers into beer and some of those consumers are female so uh it's a, it's a positive story for the category
0: overall and how's forex uh pale ale gone um that launched what about two two and a half years ago now yeah, look, it's it's it's
1: still a solid um performer. Um so it's about a two and a half million litre brand. Um, you know, so it it's still doing really well, particularly in Heartland, I guess for us where where it was designed for the current drinker to, you know, have a um you know a, a 4X goal that they could move into to to experience a little bit more taste. Um so, you know, it's it's we're we're reasonably happy with the performance of APA. Um but, you know, I think the, the beer industry, the beer category at the moment is very interesting. So uh, I think, you know, um, perhaps a couple of years ago, the thinking was that, um, you know, craft is the only place that, that, that is going to um, uh, experience growth or the only segment that's going to experience growth in beer in the long term. Um, but, you know, I think in the last couple of years, Contemporary has made a, a pretty strong statement that there's a, a number of other drinkers out there who, who really love a very easy drinking product. Um, so you know, um, especially in those the sort of classic drinker space, I think a lot of those guys have gone to contemporary um, rather than going to craft. It's not true for everyone, but it's I think, certainly think there's a number of consumers who've, who've gone that way.
0: So just from a marketing, I don't come from a marketing background. So the the beer market is segmented. For, you've got your classic beer drinker, which is the Forex Gold and even the old Forex bitter the the, the classic forex heavy yes and then you've got your contemporary drinker um and they're more the clear bottled light lower bitterness uh you know great northern uh, iron jack summer bright lager drinkers is that correct
1: yeah and look i think drink it's more brands i guess that are segmented that way but i think just you know um these days do do move between segments they're not just um loyal to one beer in one segment um but so I guess they're more overall trends we're seeing as people, um, they expand their repertoires, but it's about, I guess, how much each segment makes up within their repertoire, which is, which is interesting because we, we are seeing definitely there's growth in craft, um, but there's also growth in those, yeah, very easy drinking liquids.
0: And how about the, the, the classic Forex Um I mean, I, I, would would almost be willing to put money that there's going to be dare I say hipster revival for that that it's it it it's almost uh been in the background for for long enough um that we might see a new generation of drinker start to rediscover it because it is a little bit unfashionable at the moment but it's still a you know a, a very well known brand
1: yeah absolutely I think I think it's still the, oh, I think it's the fifth or sixth biggest beer in Queensland don't quote me on that I'm not 100 on that one but um you know it's still a a big brand and has a big following. Um, it's interesting, isn't it? The, the sort of the retro revival and, and we've obviously um, played to that recently. I'm not sure if you've seen our, our the launch of the retro cans um, on 4X bitter, which, which take it from its current cranberry color um, and revert it back to what it was maybe 20, 30 years ago, which we, when it was the, the really bright 4X yellow. So yeah, um, I think there's a there's a there's two things going on there. One is there's some nostalgia for those who are, who can still actually remember that, and then there's also these young consumers who, you know, I think they they like the authenticity of it. It's it's just it's, it's been the same beer since 1924, I think, um, give or take, and, and and they love that idea that it's it's, it's you know um, rooted in authenticity, and and you know there's a yeah, there's a retro thing going on there with the Milton Mango and and the cranberry and that sort of thing but um we we like to give consumers i guess the the opportunity to hark back to some of those things and that's why we've gone with that nostalgic can offering which i think is great
0: what's the tagline for forex bitter these days because i always used to i I still think the popular beer is just one of those really nice understated but powerful um uh you know taglines for for a beer um is it still the popular beer um, was that, I think it's Forex in general is the popular
1: beer, and Mr. Forex was um, obviously a key um, brand icon and still is in Queensland. Um, we've moved Forex bitter on to be the pride of Queensland. So it truly is um, mainly available in Queensland these days. So um, you know, and we include it into our Forex um state of origin campaigns and that sort of thing because it is such a you know, such a badge of being a Queenslander, particularly at that time of year. Um, so yeah, Pride
0: of Queensland, I think, is quite a nice ring. Uh, that brings in a, a, an interesting point. We, we've seen over the last you know, 15 years uh, Forex Gold grow to become very much a national brand um, when Forex is so deeply rooted in Queensland. Yep. Do you lose something in your home state when, when, when a brand moves to become a national brand? Does it lose some of that sort of a touchstone in its home state?
1: Oh, uh, look, I, I think... We do a lot in Queensland around Origin. We sponsor the Cowboys, we sponsor the Broncos, the Titans. Um, there's a number of local events that we're we're still um, a key supporter in, like uh, Man Isa Rodeo and um, Beef Australia and those sorts of things. So um, we're definitely doing a lot in Queensland. Uh, I think it's different when you've got a pro- we've got a brand at different sort of product lifecycle stages uh, in different states, uh, and it makes it you know a bit of a challenge to. Um to marry out what yeah what you're doing in your home state and what you're doing nationally, but that's I think that's why cricket again was such a great move for us because it is a national um well, it's Australia's number one national sport in terms of popularity um because you know it, it, it's the one key game that we get behind uh, in summer, obviously in winter there's a number of different football codes that have i guess split allegiances, but cricket's that that's um national sport that sort of galvanizes everyone together and at, at a crucial time of year for our category and that's why um we we made that choice because it's just as popular in queensland as it is in tasmania as it is in wa so it works very beautifully for for forex
0: and just circling back to the sponsorships because you're also um sponsors of the commonwealth game so you, you're going to have a very active uh you know next six months um but with a sponsorship like this, obviously Forex is very well known. Uh, you know, most people have tried Forex at some stage, so it's not like a, a a new product where you want to encourage trial. What is the aim um, for major sponsorships like this? Is it to just drive volume, or is it to remind people uh, about the brand, or you know, form an emotional attachment to them by being associated with some of these classic uh, activities?
1: Well, I when it comes to Commonwealth Games. Um... There's a couple of things going on. obviously we're a supporter of the Australian Commonwealth Games team, so that's we we absolutely want to support Australia uh, where we can, and that's when cricket's similar. Um, we see you know as a corporate citizen, we've got a role to to play to support our our teams um, on the world stage. But then also, I think we like to support Queensland when it's on the world stage as well. So um, you know we want to celebrate with queenslanders when when we show, um, you know what we can do uh, as a state, and Forex has always done that. So if you go back to Expo in '88, if you go back to even the Commonwealth Games in 1982 in Brisbane, Forex um, was a key sponsor. and it's, so I think it's just reminding Queenslanders that you know we've always been there um, and we always will be there to support them when they're on the world stage.
0: Terrific. And uh, mate, what's what's next for Forex? Are we going to see any new products or is it just uh, very much a sponsorship focus at the moment?
1: Oh look mate, there's a number of things we're working on. I think um you know the, the one thing you can't do in this business is sit still and, and sit back and um and just hope the plans you've got will will work year in, year out. So mate, we're we're currently, you know, looking at a number of things um that, that we might bring to market, um uh across a number of brands really. So it's it's um it's absolutely embed what we've got, get cricket right, um, and and then move into next year with um, obviously some big other sponsorships like Origin and um, and Cowboys and Broncos and that thing and that sort of thing top of mind, and then also on Summer Right Lager, you know, obviously um, Summer's our key season, so we've already been active with a number of concert. Um, Concerts that we've run at key venues up and down the um, the New South Wales and Queensland coast, um, and and that brand's also got some big support out in marketplace at the moment. So we're looking forward to another bump of summer on Summer Bright Lager. So yeah, there's a lot going on on 4X and some really exciting plans that we're 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 working on um, as well as what we've just brought to market with, with cricket and with um and with Summer Bright Lager having another big season of its dive into summer campaign.
0: Terrific. Actually, Summer Bright Lager is not in can, is it? It's only in the clear in the flint bottle.
1: Ah, uh, no, no, it's in it's in cans. It is in cans. Um, okay, in uh, twenty four packs with a number of customers, uh, mainly Dan Murphy's, I think. And then uh, look, we've just re- we've just launched a thirty pack can in Queensland through the independent trade. So um, I'm not sure if you've seen the cans. They look fantastic. So um, yeah, they're having great appeal at, at some of these concert venues. We've just we just run. I think there's one at the Cooley Hotel on. Um, Sunday night or Sunday Arbo and it was uh, the cans were a massive hit so
0: All oh, right right no, no, I hadn't seen them yeah, yet, but done. I've always uh, certainly this.
1: gathering momentum that brand
0: terrific well, I'll have a look out for them but uh, Richard Knight thank you very much for joining us uh, for Radio Brews News and uh, enjoy your summer of cricket will I see you at the uh, Gabba for the, the first ball of the first test uh,
1: yeah definitely I'll be there I'll be there I'm very proudly supporting the Aussies with, uh, with my Goldie on
0: with your Goldie on terrific uh, well Richard thanks very much for your time and uh, enjoy the summer
1: okay thanks very much
0: And that was Richard Knight from Lyon. Radio Brews News and Beer as a Conversation are made possible by our generous sponsors, Cry Malt and Brewpack, who are not only supporting this conversation, they're supporting the good beer industry, and we thank them for that support. We also thank our Radio Brews News paid subscribers, who donate a small amount each month to help keep the conversation going as well. Thank you for your support. If you like what we do, and you would like to support the show yourself, you can find a link in the show notes you can make a one-off or regular small donation. You can also help us by helping others to find the show by leaving a review on iTunes or your favourite podcasting app. Finally, you can join the conversation by sending some feedback, comments or suggestions to producer at brewsnews.com.au. Join us next week for another Great Beer Conversation.